We are coming in hot. The podcast. Welcome to Coming In Hot. Thank you live from Airplay Beats for the intro music. We are recording live from Darling New Media Studios in Midtown Sack. Now, everybody that's listening, when we talk about entrepreneurs, when we talk about women on top of their game in Sacramento and surrounding areas, when you talk about someone, a mother, a chef, a provider, this is the guest that we have on today. If you don't know who I'm talking about, we talking about the founder, CEO of Firehouse Crawfish. We talking about Station 16's seafood restaurant CEO and founder. When we talk about Station 38 Coffee, when we talking about Daikon Korean Barbecue, and then she was like, fuck it, I'm going to get into cosmetics. We talking about Chef Mitty in the building. What up, Chef? Hello, guys. Thanks for having me. You're going to make me cry saying all that. <laughs> this is all you. This is what you do. I'm just, I'm just going off the Instagram, the YouTubes. You all over the place. But hold on, hold on. Before we get started here, we don't, you do like burgers and stuff too, right? Like you're doing burgers. You're, you're all over the place. So let's start from the very, very beginning. Where are you originally from? I'm originally from South Sac. Represented. What part of South Sac? There's different parts of South Sac now. You know, Edder Creek 47. Oh, what's up? <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you, grew up, you grew up a little hard then. I love it. I did. All right. So from there, where, where did we go from South Sac? High school, elementary school. So we went to, so I started, um, I went to elementary school in Edder Creek Elementary. Mm. And then went to Rudder. Okay. In Rudder. And then we graduated from um, Florida High School. Okay. And then it was um, Sacramento State. Okay. All right. So you must know Kong of King Kong. He's from out that way. And my I, husband knows him. I think he went to high school with us. Okay. And then Jake, my business partner, went to school with your husband as well, right? All right. Yeah. So, I think we all went to school together. It was uh, Florin High. Yeah, he was at Florin High too. Yeah. Yeah. And he said that um he said that he, he didn't run with your husband, but he was kind of adjacent to your husband. I think your husband's maybe a couple years older than him, something like that. Uh-huh. So is is that where you and your husband met? Because we're going to get into all this stuff. I'm just trying to get the background real quick. You know, actually, me and my husband met before junior high. Okay. Before junior high started, it was was James Rudder Park. I was walking my dog, and he was playing volleyball. Okay. Somehow the ball rolled up to me, and he came chasing after the ball, asking me to, you know, get the ball for him. And then he started asking questions about my dog. So... So, all right, as a man, was this on purpose? Have you guys ever, <laughs> have you guys ever went deeper into this story? 
You know, I think it was I think it was on purpose, but you know, let's just have him think what he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> because as soon as you said that, I was like, that was on purpose. You yeah. know, we see I was nowhere near <laughs> the ball ball game. <laughs> <laughs> like he probably saw you like you know a few times and it was like next time she comes through here when I'm playing volleyball I'm gonna roll this ball and then I'm gonna holler yeah I like his know, game what's funny was we were only 12 years old oh okay yeah you you haven't been together since 12 no, no okay no. we have not been together since 12 we got together when we were around 28 Oh, so you got everything out of your, both of your systems, and then mm-hmm. all right, good. Yeah. All right, so I, I I got a question that I need to ask you because uh, around two thousand and I believe twelve, I started going to a place called Boiling Crab out there in South Sac on sixty fifth. Correct. Mm-hmm. All right, and then. Somebody said, no, don't go there. You got to go to Firehouse Crawfish. And then I went there, and I was like, where's this been all my life? Because don't get me wrong, boiling crab is good. But I had Firehouse Crawfish, and it changed my life. You understand what I'm saying? What sauce was it that changed your life? No, I got. I can't be doing all the spicy stuff. So it was okay. probably because I went to I went to boiling crab, correct? And I got the hottest because I'm like, oh, I could do it. I could, you know, don't. And I was, I, I don't think I, I could function for three days after that. So anytime I ever have like any kind of seafood in a bag, I have to get mild. But the whole, all the sauce and all the spices. So I, I probably got mild, but I got the all the shake. Uh-huh. Is, is that collision. correct? That's original? No, the collision. The collision, okay. The collision is when all the sauce collide together. And that's oh, when it okay. Yeah, so then we got Firehouse Crawfish, and then you open Station 16. What? Where are we going in this business plan where you got two boil-in-a-bag seafoods? You know, it was not planned. Okay. So when we opened Station 16, it was a more of a sit-down uh, bar, casual, mm. um, more more than a seafood boil. Okay. Right? Okay. But then when COVID hit, we had to scale our menu back and our business back. Okay. Okay. So when COVID hit, we I couldn't think. I, I had to sit there. I'm like, I can't do anything. I can't plan. I can't build recipes. We have to look back and see what went wrong. Mm-hmm. The past four years, how come it was so hard for us to maintain this massive monster? One, it was the menu. We had a massive menu, mm-hmm. so there was a lot of food waste. There was a lot of chefs coming in and out, and they're not executing it to where we need it to be. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know what I did? I went out there with a hammer, and I demolished the uh, oyster bar. Oh, okay. Because it was such a headache. You know, when you run a business and when there's multiple moving parts and it's not working, you got to see what can you take away so you can focus on the goods. Yes. That's what we did. We cut back the menu. We just focus on what's great and make it greater. Mm -hmm. And that's, and then, you know, Firehouse seems to be working. 
and people love the sauce and the, the experience of coming out and sitting there and putting your hands in your food, dipping, sucking, licking, eating, and repeating. So we're like, why not, right? And that's what we did. So it was not planned. Sometimes when you make plans, it doesn't work out. It just yes. falls in place. Yes. And that's what happened with Station 16. Mm-hmm. But honestly, with, with what it is now, when COVID is over, I, I know you have the same problem with your restaurant. No one's working right now. No one wants to work. Nope. So we're short staff everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we got we to gotta make it like a seafood boil so it's faster for our customers to, to be in and out mm-hmm. so that our staff can clean faster and that it's more sanitized. Okay. And that's why you have that paper right there. Yes. You know, the, the, the table covers. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, after after um, after COVID is over, we'll see where Station 16 will be. But hopefully, okay. um, everything works out. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. uh, it definitely will. I, I believe in Station 16. It's a great location. You guys mm-hmm. have been doing your thing for a minute. Um, you know, so Firehouse Crawfish. When did that come about? Now, Firehouse Crawfish came about in 2011, which is 10 years ago. Okay. This month is the 10th year. Okay. So where do these yeah. recipes come from? Where did this? Right here. Okay. No, but where did the where did the whole boil seafood in a bag come from? How did you get it? Because when you think about boils, you think about Louisiana, you think about, you know, deep south, or you go more northeast to, you know, the lobster bakes and stuff like that. But it seemed like you gravitated towards the culinary side of things, thinking about your your seafood, first of all, because that's one thing when I first went to Station 16. I told my wife because she was like, well, this isn't really the same. And I was like, no, the cookery of the seafood is excellent. Like, I don't know how you guys are doing it. I don't know if you're cooking it separately. I'm not trying to get no secrets, but where did you come? Like, I know it's from the heart, but what, because you got to write this business plan out, Minnie. <laughs> so yeah. uh, let me tell you, we didn't have a business plan. <laughs> you know, like 2011 is when Firehouse started, but we were struggling for four years. Mm. We were going to close the doors. I had to let my employees go. My boyfriend at the time, which is my husband now, he was the the cook and the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. I was the host and the server. Mm-hmm. And I had my sister on emergency, you know, call. Like when I have more than five, six table, I would text her H. Mm-hmm. That's all I could text her is H, meaning help. Yeah. Five minutes later, she'll be in, in the restaurant busting tables or, uh, uh, you know, helping me out with my customers. Mm-hmm. So the journey was very, very, hold on. Can my kids ask yeah, me? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, babe. Okay. Hold on. I got to grab him a towel. 30 seconds. Okay. Recording stopped. I'm so sorry about that. Recording in progress. So Firehouse Crawfish, it took us a very long time to start swimming. We were just drowning and trying to stay afloat at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, where am I going with this? The seasoning came in play when I knew we were drowning. Like, oh my God, we, we don't have customers. Okay. 
something wrong with the sauce. We only had one sauce was the original sauce. Okay. Okay. And it just, it was, it was more like an Asian fusion sweet flavor with the coconut. Mm-hmm. And, um, we were, we were drowning yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. And then I remember one time it was raining. My husband was in the back and I was in the front. There was no customer. A family of eight came in and I was excited. You know, every, you know, when you open a new business, you have eight people coming in. Ooh, if that level <laughs> eight people would tell 16 people and it's going to, you know, it's going to grow. Yeah. They looked at me. They turned around and said, we'll be right back. I heard tires <laughs> moving out of the parking lot. Why, husband, why do you think this was? If you come into a restaurant, it's raining, there's no customers, I will leave too. Mm. So my husband came out with his apron, you know, he's been washing dishes back there. He's like, what happened? What did you say? Were you, were, were you, were you, were you, were, were you being bitchy to them? I'm like, <laughs> no, I know I'm stressed right now. And I know we ain't got no money, mm-hmm. but I was smiling. I was being nice. Mm-hmm. And I looked around and said, you know, if I were them, I would take my kids and run too. Yeah. You're not a single person in this restaurant. Mm-hmm. And that was, uh, that was when I knew I had to, I had to do something yeah. like you know, we're new in the business four years in. I'm like, I need to create a sauce that make people want it. Okay. Like after they eat it, they got to fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. So I got, I got to have something spicy, tangy, sour, you know, something different, mm-hmm. something different from the rest. Mm-hmm. So growing up, we grew up poor. Mm-hmm. Okay. My mom worked all the time. Before she go work, she will cook. Mm-hmm. And her kitchen was smell gourmet every morning. That's how mm-hmm. you wake up. Mm-hmm. You know, she worked with the lemongrass, the onions, the garlic. She sauteed it down to the butter. Mm-hmm. And I went back to back then when I was a kid. How did I connect with uh, spices and um, the kitchen? You know, mm-hmm. so I started cooking like my mom did. Yep. I kind of infused the Asian flavors in with the uh, the Cajun that I love. Mm-hmm. And that's how I came up with the thick glass. Mm-hmm. You know, the sauce of thick glass. It was a thicker sauce with butter, garlic, lemongrass. And then when that sauce came out, boy, I, I, I need to understand marketing, right? Like, how am I going to tell the people to try the sauce? Mm-hmm. So we had a sale for a pound of uh, prawns for $4.99, but it had to be with the thick glass. And once you have that pan for four ninety nine, you can come back. Yes. And that one little pot that I made every week became a bigger pot, became a bigger pot. And now it's like a big, big, big pot. Yes. And that's how the seasoning came up to be. And the recipe, you know, I just played with it. Yeah. You know, you put a little bit. Of, to me, spice is like paint. Mm-hmm. To paint a perfect picture, you can put a little bit more cayenne, a little bit more uh, lemon pepper, a little bit more garlic. You can play around with it. Yeah. Right. Until you lick it, and then you're like, damn, that's good. Yes. Yeah, the aha moment. When you get the aha moment, you better make sure that your notes are in line. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, got, I got many books, just like you probably yeah. do, this this chicken scratch. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we write like doctors now, right? <laughs> Our handwriting is all fucked up. Our handwriting is like, damn. Yep, yep. But that's how it came to be. And then, um, you know, I just got in love with making spices and and all of a sudden after thick blast we created fusion and explosion we just have now we have about six sauce and that's how it came out it was just experimenting because we had to survive yes oh i i get it you know like um people always look at nash and proper and they're like oh you guys are killing it but we had the same 
struggles as you had at Firehouse Crawfish. Like, we were literally struggling. Like, we were out at TNR. We were, you know, doing our normal runs with the food truck, and nobody was buying it. And then we got to, we're just out, and we just did a um, a free combo upgrade. That's it. We just uh-huh. wanted people to come. We were like, we'll give you fries and a, you know, potato salad and a drink. I just need you to try this goddamn chicken sandwich, you know, uh-huh. and then I got you hooked. And oh, we, yeah. yeah. You, know, you guys have the best sandwich, though. <laughs> Thank you. I'm hooked. Thank too. you very much. Yeah, because, you Thanks know, so. like, I always, the, the recipe was always the same. Never mm-hmm. changed the recipe. It was mm-hmm. just getting people there. And like you said, $4.99, four pounds of shrimp. Uh-huh. free combo upgrade like that we know we have a great product right and uh-huh. you know it's just like but that's what we do in our head we just sit here and we're we're like we know it's good we know it's good what are we gonna do but as soon as you drop that price or give something away for free you got them and that is that's amazing because i, I love that story many all right we're, we're going down the list here all right. We're, so we're at Crawfish. We're at 16. Now we got Station 38 Coffee. Now, I got into the coffee game. It's totally different from totally. anything else. It has its own genre of people uh, that, that love this coffee. How did you get involved with the coffee? And are you roasting it yourself or are you going through a third party? Okay, so the coffee concept came up. You know, owning a restaurant, we ain't got no space in the back. Mm-mm. We leave all the space for the customers. Back there, your office is probably in the pantry or, or on the floor or somewhere, right? Yep. Then we had an opportunity because we had the same landlord who are, who who is amazing. You know, mm-hmm. it's very important to make sure you work with the right uh, landlord. You know. Um, he was like, hey, pizza's going out. You guys want to come in? And I was like, you know, I don't know coffee. But uh, I do need an office, though. <laughs> right? And it's down the street. Oh, my God. That's me. That's exactly what I do. I'm like, is that an office? <laughs> Go yeah, ahead. I mean, I Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. You know, I feel sorry for people coming to the restaurant and have meetings with me because I'm looking around, looking at customers, looking at my staff. I'm like, what the fuck? The food is not right. And they're looking at me like I'm not focused. Yeah, yeah. But when you come into a restaurant owner or when you come in to see a restaurant and you're and talk to the restaurant owner, we are not focused because because we have so much moving parts. We got to look at the customer, the food, the employees, the staff, the management. And we're not ourselves. Yeah. Right. So Station 38, I needed an office. And then when I started the coffee game, dude, I never knew the coffee beans were that expensive. <laughs> I'm like, if you charge me this much for coffee beans, I have to charge my customer seven, eight dollars to stay afloat. <laughs> right? Because how many coffee cups can you sell in an hour? Mm-hmm. Yep. So we we don't roast our own coffee, but we was in search to find the right roaster. So I came in and I found this couple who's been roasting coffee in Sacramento for about 20 something years. Okay. Mom and pop roasting coffees and they're selling coffee to all these major uh, corporations. And mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you know what? Let me, um, let me see if I will work with you. And then we play with the recipe and say, you know what? It's, it's good. Okay. So, that, so we don't roast our own coffee, but we do have it roast 
roasted locally from um, from a couple that's been doing it for years. Nice. Love it. And then our top seller there is the Vietnamese coffee, mm-hmm. you know, the, and that's the number one seller. So that was where I came in, you know, with the condensed milk and the cream and how we drip the coffee slowly. Have you had a Vietnamese coffee? I drink one every week. Okay. Well, that, 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 that's what there, that's the coffee thing. That's me right there. Okay. It's just a Vietnamese coffee. It's, it's, it's so in. delicious. Pea smells like. For days, but <laughs> you know, with, with with the coffee business, with the coffee business, right? Close about for mom. With the coffee business, right? Yeah, you cannot just sell coffee. When it comes to business, can you gotta understand how to scale your business and how to bring in extra revenue so you get rent paid and you know everything else. So that's when we came in with the sandwiches, the breakfast sandwiches. And that's where we, and we don't have a kitchen. A kitchen is very expensive. So how do we make it work? So we sous vide our eggs. Yep. Right. So that's what makes our sandwiches at Station 38 special is because the eggs are sous vide. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's working out for us. Okay. God. Kids hungry. He's happy. He pause it real quick. I gotta, I gotta get his food real quick. Let it just do it for you, okay, babe? No, I will do it. No, you're not doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you hear you're about good. Heat this up for him. Oh, you're good. What? Hungry. Recording stopped. I don't know how you say it out there for a bit. I'm busy. Uh, Hello, how's it going? (laughs) You been swimming? Are you playing in the sprinklers? I'm swimming. Oh, nice. How 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 long can you hold your breath for underwater? Two seconds. Good. <laughs> okay, when you go out there, you gotta go out there. Don't come back in. Okay, buddy. When I'm done, when I'm done, I'll come get you. Oh, how about oh, when I'm back? No, thank you, babe. Here. Would you stay out there? Just stay out there when you're done, and my whole company. All right, I'm so sorry about that. Oh, okay, I'm gonna hit record again. Okay. All right, give it one second. There you go. Recording in progress. So, station 38, you're sous vide in the eggs. Um, what kind of breakfast sandwiches? And congrats to you on the 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 breakfast sandwich because that's something that's been missing from Sacramento for a long time. Um, and I, I know um, Starbucks kind of does something like that, but their eggs are, I don't know what they're doing with those eggs because they used to be really good. And now mm-hmm. we, we got the sous vide eggs. Um, what what kind of sandwiches are you specializing in? I know they're breakfast, but what are some of the uh, twists that you're putting on that? The twist that we're putting on that, we get our brioche from um, Estelle. Okay. So fresh bread. And... Um, 
I mean, there's we got avocado, oh, okay. and then you know, and a lot of people are surprised, like, "Ooh, what is this cake?" We brought a little bit of Firehouse Station there too. Is that the dry seasoning? We put that on our uh, avocado toast, just a little drizzle, mm. a little shake, and people are like that. You know, a spice. Spice is something magical. People don't understand. It's like spice has this little magic mm-hmm. that even a little bit, it could turn up a simple thing as a uh, avocado toast. Yep. So that's a spin on it. We put a little bit of our seasoning on there, just a little nice. bit. Yeah. And where is this one located? Uh, on 38th and J. 38th and J. All right. And we we named it Station 38 Coffee. Okay. Now, the station, the firehouse name is because my boyfriend at the time, which is my husband now, I keep saying that, um, he he graduated from the fire uh, academy. He was okay. fresh out. And when we were up in the firehouse, Jason, next door, firehouse from next to my um, grandma's. Oh. Okay, baby, mama's walking right now. Let's go outside. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to put on game. He's trying to tell you how it all started. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, during Firehouse, even when we were struggling the first four years, he was doing residential with Placerville. So he was be, he'll be gone for two, three days. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we had a reflex of, hey, look, he's in the fire department or this. We, we need to understand. We can't balance both, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's how the name came into Firehouse Crawfish, Station 16, okay. and the Station nice that's yeah. beautiful great thing all right so we 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 into the coffee and then all of a sudden you pivot towards korean with daikon i got one in the tomas delicious thank you um how why <laughs> why korean Barbecue. Korean barbecue is because... Korean Korean barbecue is because the concept of sitting together... You know Asians, we come from a big family. Oh, yeah. We all sitting together during dinner time and we eat together, right? Mm -hmm. So we look into the Korean concept and say, you know what, that's something that that could be great, Mm -hmm. right? Bringing people together and we love cooking. You know, it could teach the kids and and people who've never grilled before to understand how to grill and how to cook together. Mm -hmm. It's more of an experience experience so that's how daikon came out we said let's let's create that and with daikon it was special because it was built around family discipline and love Mm -hmm. so with daikon is a a different business where we get to bring our families in people we love to be part of the business Mm -hmm. and with daikon it wasn't just about me and him or it wasn't about the fire or station. Mm-hmm. It was about, you know, uh, deep roots. Daikon means uh, deep roots. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to family and love and people who've been there for us when me and him was, um, was, was, um, was drowning. Yeah. So now that we understand the restaurant, like, you know what, let's bring our family in, the people who really loved us and have them be a part of this, this, um, this uh, culture and business. Okay. Daikon came about. Uh, di- Daikon is, is really good. Really good. And then, and you can also get the firehouse crawfish from there. Yes. Yeah. COVID. When COVID hit, nobody <laughs> Firehouse going COVID. everywhere. We want a firehouse here, firehouse there. Hey, yeah. hey if the shit's working, do it. You yeah. know, we out here to make money. We out here to pay bills. 
You know, like uh, you if, know, you know, when COVID hit, we still have to pay rent. No, no, you know, man, like people just don't understand this. You're like, we had, if we wanted to stay open, we had to still pay rent, all of our bills. We still need a staff. Like mm-hmm. people don't understand when COVID hit how much. I don't know what you did, but I I just remember it was, I think it was the actual day. It was March 17th and I got a text from my, one of my workers wives saying that he had COVID. Mm -hmm. And then the whole team freaked out. Yeah. And, but this was, I'm sitting in restaurant depots parking lot. I just, Mm -hmm. I got the cart pushing the cart out to my car and I see this text and I'm like, so I called Jake and I'm like, Jake, this, you know, like a, hey, um, I'm not going to say the guy's name, but he has COVID. What do you, you know, we got to shut everything down. So I'm calling dude, I'm calling him, I'm calling him. And he finally calls me back like after an hour and I'm, I'm still sitting there with my cart. Like I'm about to turn around and put this cart up. You know, I don't need none of this. He calls me and he says him and his wife got into a, a fight. And that's how she got back at him. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting out in Restaurant Depot's parking lot thinking that I got to shut everything down. And you guys over here playing, playing games. So oh. w- right then I called Jake and I'm like, what do you want to do? Do you want to deal with this? And he was like, we got staff. We got to keep going. And I got my managers together. I'm like, hey, we... We could do this, but are you guys in? We were all in. And we all got through, you know, COVID's still going on. But we got through the first part to now with yeah. opening two restaurants while doing it. You're yeah. doing the same thing. What's going through your mind as CDC's all over the place? You know, we we get updates what what are you what is what's your plan or is it just let's just keep going you know me and my husband got into it you know i say you know what the public's health is very important shut it down Mm -hmm. you know we could rebuild Mm -hmm. and we've been rock bottom before we could rebuild and my husband said no we're gonna follow protocol and we're gonna where the boat rocks, we're going to try to study it. Mm-hmm. You know, our employee, you find out one employee has COVID or, or, or tested negative, the whole team freaks out. So mm-hmm. how do we as leaders um, maintain a safe place mentally and physically? Mm-hmm. It's really hard, right? Um, you, you, have, you have to play different you, you have to bring out these different, I don't know. You have to bring out these different skills that you uh, accumulated through the years. We're working with different type of people mm-hmm. and be there for them. Um, like a therapist. Yeah. You got to calm them down and you guys, okay, you know, you take some days off, mm-hmm. you know, our managers that were on salary was freaking out. Like, what do we do with all of our managers? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that's why in business, and let's go back to business because we're more business too. In business, when we started seeing 
an increase in business, we never ever kind of, Oh, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and buy something nice for myself. Mm-hmm. No, we, we put it back in the business mm-hmm. and we were blessed enough to say, you know what, all the managers, you guys will still get your salary pay mm-hmm. because we understand right um, now. So that's what we did with COVID when everything was, when shit was hitting the fan, we had, we have reserves. Okay. The managers are still going to be on payroll. Let's go ahead and see what we need to do. When someone's freaking out, how do we train our managers to be calm and to be there for their staff? And how do we make sure that they're safe? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Washing our hands, bringing in um, masks. Uh, but you know what you just brought up on March 17th, I think all restaurant owners or and business owner understood that day. You, you remember it like it was yesterday. Like, where do we go from here? We had no help from anyone. We Nothing. still had to pay rent. Nothing. We still had food that's going out to waste, right? We still didn't understand the concept. Okay, how do how are we going to do to goes? Um, but you know, a lot of food. But during that time, a lot of the food deliveries, like um, like uh, DoorDash, helped out a lot, right? Did you guys that helped out a lot? Oh yeah, we 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 made, actually made our prep kitchen into this a ghost kitchen, and we're just mm-hmm. serving out of there. Until yeah. we figured everything out. Yeah, but during that time was a scary time for all of us. And and that's what entrepreneur and business, being a business owner is about. It's like when shit hit the fan and when we don't know where to go, you got to listen to yourself and ask yourself, what can I do? What decision do I need to make to make sure that my whole team is okay? Not just me, but you got to think about the team first. The mm-hmm. people that's been with you for the five, six, 10 years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How's she going to pay her rent? Yep. How she's going to make, make her, 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 her car payment. Yep. Right. How he's going to pay for this and that they have families. Yep. You know yeah. what I did? The first thing I did was when they shut us down, we cleared our fridge. We gave it to our staff. We boxed mm-hmm. it up. Like, you guys bring it home. Yep. Right. Um, and, and that's what we did. We, uh, we, we, we just go where the, uh, where, where the ship is rocking the most yeah. and try to stabilize it as yeah. much as possible. Yeah. Now what, what we did, uh, I just <laughs> told everybody, I was like, Hey, get on these food trucks. Let's just go around. We uh, we figured out HOAs were the kind of where we needed to go with it because people weren't people were tired of making sourdough bread. Remember that whole sourdough bread, everybody baking. You remember that in the very beginning of the pandemic? Uh-huh. Yeah. So people were done with that, and then we were doing the the DoorDash, and we for some reason um, my my event planner. Our, um, she started uh, this calling HOAs, and then we were like, okay, we could go. You know, there's five in the Thomas we could go to, and then we yeah. start spreading it through the food truck community, and then uh, Mofo got a hold of it, and it, it was all over. <laughs> Paul's my guy. Shout out to Paul from Mofo. <laughs> um, so. Real quick, um, I want to get into the champagne cosmetics. Um, how did we? How did we get into the cosmetics? You look good. You always done up every time I see you. Why cosmetics? Did this happen during the pandemic, or is it something you always been working on? Well, first of all, I was never done up like this. When you're struggling <laughs> and when you're drowning in the restaurant, you, you right now it's like night and day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? When you broke and you don't know what you're doing, you, you look like shit. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. But when when COVID hit, baby, mom's on phone. 
when COVID hit, sorry, when COVID hit, there's nights when I don't sleep and I'm thinking about, I reflect, you know, I reflect like where, where have I been and what struggles I've been through as a chef, as a woman, as me. Mm -hmm. And I remember um, me not giving time for myself and letting myself go, um, looking in the mirror and not recognizing myself Mm -hmm. because I had, I had two kids and opening business after business. Mm -hmm. So um, I remember not celebrating myself. Okay. And I was like, shit, is there other women like that? Right? Is there other women out there who don't celebrate themselves because they put so much in their kids, their business, uh, their household, and they're stressed out? So that's where champagne celebration mm-hmm. came in. So champagne cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to have products that save time and money. Okay. And for women to celebrate themselves. So we sell eyeliners. That is multitask, that multitask like a mother, <laughs> which line your eyes mm-hmm. and also hold your lashes in place mm. without glue. Now, everyone who wears uh, lashes understands that when you wear traditional lash glue, it has buildup and it will ruin your lashes, your false lashes and your natural lashes. So mm. I mentioned when you pull out your lashes, mm. you'll see five of your natural lashes there and it will break your heart. Okay. So, um, so now we have the eyeliner that multitask like a mom and it doesn't ruin your lashes, right? And yes. then I, we also have a magnetic lashes, which come with magnets. Mm-hmm. And you line your eyes and boom, you're in, you're ready to go. You know, you, you just focus on your day instead of, okay, how, how am I lucky, right? Your brain so is how- always working, Minnie. It is. Like that's, that's how cosmetic came up to be. Because I couldn't be in the kitchen. No, that's 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 crazy. That's that's brain on overdrive right there. That's that's what's up. <laughs> no, it's, you know that's what it is with uh, you know being business owner. We're always thinking. Yes. But but when 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 the cold, when COVID hit and I couldn't do anything with the restaurant or anything, you have time to reflect on yourself and the stuff that you've struggled with. You, you look at that and you say, how do I turn this into a positive to help someone else out? Mm-hmm. And that's why I focus more into women. And yes. that's why I wanted to create uh, a, a brand or, or a company um, that it's around women. Because, you know, it was kind of hard for me to go into downtown and say that I was the executive chef. And I'm like, shit, no one's going to believe me. <laughs> right? I mean, I'll be out there busting the table or, 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 or doing something. And people are thinking that uh, this lady asked me, excuse me, who's a chef? Mm. And, I, and I'm in a regular t-shirt I said me and she's like okay <laughs> and she's probably thinking that we're crazy right mm-hmm. so it's hard it's hard being a woman in um, in the restaurant industry and it's mostly run by men mm-hmm. you know sometimes me and my husband will go to meetings I'll have him talk in the meeting and then he'll come to me and tell me what he, what they talk about in the meeting. And me and him will come up with, okay, let's do this. Let's do that. You know, mm-hmm. because I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but uh, I hope I could change that one day, but it is. That's nah, you're, you're changing it. And, you know, great mother, great entrepreneur. And, you know, one thing that I like to stress on here, especially, you know, right now, you know, we need to start, you know, picking our women up, like, you know, we, sometimes as men, 
we just want a, a woman to hold us down, but we don't hold down our woman, you know, and that's one thing that I always preach to anybody that I'm ever in contact with, you know, like my wife is yeah. my queen, you know, you like know she what? could, she could do whatever she wants, you know, you like know. I, I'm, I'm here to be a provider and, you know, to make her life easier because, you know, especially her being a black woman, you being an Asian American woman, you know, like there, these men need to start holding holding y'all down. You know, and you know like, that's what my husband did. Every yeah. meeting he go to, he said, "You know, the boss is many. Yeah, the yeah. chef is many. Mm-hmm. If you want to open, if you want to do this, you know, I have to talk to many. Yep. And he he he's always held me up so high. Yeah. You know, I mean, the man gave up his dream career. Yes, babe. Yeah, yeah, I will. I mean, the man gave up his dream career as a fireman. Mm-hmm. To be Asian American, to be a fireman, it's kind of like it's kind of like you got to jump through a lot of ropes to get yeah. there, right? Mm-hmm. But for him to give up his dream career to follow my dream and open a restaurant and going through the struggle and washing dishes with no customers, and then also holding me up in a very high, high, um, high um, standard, yep. standard, mm-hmm. or and, and also preaching to people about me, I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm thankful and blessed to have him. And I am where I'm at today because of him. You know, he's not in the social media. He's not out there, but he is the muscle and the brains behind all this operation. Me, mm-hmm. I'm just a visionary. I'm just the painter, Yeah, you know, the spice maker. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I'm always like, you know, talking, like complaining <laughs> to him. And he, he listens. Yeah. He feels for that stuff out. And he, and he takes what's really important and he executes it. Yep. You know, and I understand women. We, we, we're, we're all over the place. <laughs> but we need a great partner to kind of file and filter what's important. Yep. So that I'm, we can, you know, move forward. I'm with you on that, Minnie. Yeah. All right. So our next, our next segment is our top five. Are you ready to play some top five games, Minnie? Sure. All right. So you out here, you in, you in sack. I need to know Chef Minnie's top five restaurants. And it can't be any of yours. It can't be Nash and Proper because we already know those are up here. So Uh top five restaurants in Sacramento. Okay, guys. So, top five restaurant in Sacramento. You know, I'm I'm from South Sac, mm-hmm. and um, I have Asian background, so it's a lot of Asian restaurants. A hole in the wall, which is like when you go in there, you're like, "What?" <laughs> the, the service not great, but the food my, is bomb. My favorite. So, uh, so this is my top five. It would be um, Godo. Okay. So C O D O off of Stockton Boulevard. They have uh, authentic Vietnamese food. Mm-hmm. Okay. And where else do I? Eat? And then there's a place called Nam Nung. They have a location in Elk Grove, and there's one on Stockton Boulevard. Okay. It's a spring roll place. You have a lot of uh, there's greens and spring rolls and noodles, and you roll it up and you dip it in the sauce. It's pretty bomb. Oof. So that's the second. The third one I went to today because I was craving it is called Duck Hung. Okay. Best Pastry, best baguette ever. Mm. I used to work with a guy too. Okay. They went back to Vietnam and 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 study the baguette uh, making. So their baguette is on point. All right. Okay. Um, what other places are there? I eat Chick Fil A a lot <laughs> <laughs> because. Uh, 
because it's, it, it's not my top five, but it's very convenient. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's consistent. It's convenient. You're in and you out. Yep. And another place would be Jack's. Oh, Jack's Urban Eats. That's a that's a first on this one. Yeah, Jack's. Jack's. Yeah, if you like the business model of Jack's is so great. Like one of the best. If you want to scale, you look at Jack's. You know, like what they did with just it's not really minimized, but they're using everything. Just everything from the bones of the turkey to, you know, getting their greens in every day, getting their turkey in every day, like roasting everything daily. Those guys are killing the game. And I've, I've been, because I, I worked at Bella Brew over there in Natomas, um, and they were always trying to model after Jack. So when I started, you know, trying to build, you know, um, Cecil's taste at the time, I was kind of thinking about that, but it just never worked out because that's, that's a tight business model. Love Jack's. All right. Top five. Cause you're, you're the mom. You're always at home. You just had to make your kids <laughs> microwave of a, a meal. Top five easy meals to make for a busy mom. Top five easy meals you, to make for hey, a hold, hold on a second, babe. I hope you're listening to this one. Top five <laughs> easy meals to make. <laughs> so top five would be grilled cheese. Okay. Would be fried rice. Mm. Egg sandwich. Okay. What? No. Egg salad, fried egg, scrambled egg. Which one? Fried. Okay, good. Fried with cheese on top. Mm. Um, I hate mayonnaise. No mayonnaise. Okay, and he don't like mayonnaise on his. <laughs> Leave a comment. <laughs> I like fried And then the other two would be leftovers. No, we gotta save leftovers. Does that count? Leftovers? No. Nah, hey, leftovers. You could always, you know, throw an egg on that. <laughs> be good. And soup. All right, good, good. All Any right. Kind of What's that? Any kind of soup. You know, you can make leftover soup. Um, anything with leftover, you can make any soup yep. or pork. That's great. All right. Because we saw this in your YouTube, you're a traveler. So, uh-huh. top five places to travel from Chef Top Mitty. five place to travel would be Cancun because it's all inclusive. Mm. Mom, why is there so much Hawaii? Okay, yeah. but honestly, when you watch my YouTube, when I when I travel like that, it's because when we were growing up, we never get to afford to go traveling, and our parents are getting older. So when we travel, I like to do those videos to as memories. Like mm-hmm. you know, even though my mom never had they didn't they have the language barrier because they didn't speak english and they were always hustling they never could afford to take us on vacation i like to film those to have memories nice you know when they're around so awesome so just want to put that out there so cancun hawaii um san diego Mm. la Mm -hmm. and the fifth one would be san francisco okay cali Cali like a mug. <laughs> Love it. All right. So, Chef Minnie, we're at the time where we're going to be coming in hot. Now, okay. 
This is any topic that you want. It could be political. It could be funny. Um, what was the last one that the what was the last one that we just had? Oh, tick. Yeah, the um, Nicole. She left TikTok. So this is your your topic. Anything that you want to say. We're not going to elaborate on it. It's just off the top, off the dome, freestyle. So, okay, Chef Minnie, so, Chef Minnie, it is time to come in hot. What you got, Chef? Okay, coming in hot. Let me tell you what's going on right now. I'm pregnant right now. I'm five months pregnant. Congratulations. And thank you. No, four months. Four months, five months, baby. <laughs> so, when a woman, I want to put this out there. When a woman is pregnant, she's going through a lot of emotion and hormones, mm-hmm. right? And I want everyone to understand, and I also want if you, want you to understand, if you're ever pregnant, speak up, speak mm-hmm. on your emotions. Mm-hmm. And for, for those who, who has a pregnant wife and you say, oh, is this her hormone or her emotion? It's not. Even though she's hormonal, it's still valid. It's her feelings. Mm-hmm. So I want to put it out there. I have a great husband who listens, and I, I, I'm very blessed, and I'm very lucky for him. But then that sometimes I reflect, like, what other is there other women out there who who's going through this, and how can she um, make herself and the people around her comfortable? Is I want everyone to understand when a woman is pregnant, when her body is changing, her emotions is changing, and her hormones is going crazy. It's still valid feelings. And then we need to understand that, like, she's going through a lot. And her the reason why she's going through a lot is because she's growing a human inside her. And sometimes we need to kind of put ourselves in her situation and have a better understanding for her. Ooh. Is that hot? That was hot. All right. Burning hot. All right. <laughs> Go ahead and plug all your shit, all your websites, all your you know, uh, social media YouTube, whatever you want to plug, go ahead. It's your time. Uh, if you guys want to find me, just find me at Chef Minnie Nguyen on Instagram. Um, you know, I I, I I I live on Instagram. I don't really go into all the other platforms because I'm a mom now, so I don't really have a lot of time. But people can connect with me on Chef Minnie Nguyen on Instagram. Love it. Love it. And, uh, and this is coming in hot. Don't forget to subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You can holler at me at coming in hot at chef C's at Nash and proper at Nash and proper dot EG www Nash and proper for those fire, beautiful, deliciously fried chicken sandwiches. That sandwich in Sacramento. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. Hey, I'm trying to get to that Chick Fil A money for real, though. <laughs> You'll get there one day. You will. Oh, thank you, man. Your sandwiches are fire. All right. Hey, I'll see you guys next week. Love you. Peace. Thank you for having us too. Thank, thank you. you.